everybody, and welcome to Learning from Smart People. I am your host, Rob Oliver, and today I've got with me Scott Harward. He is a specialist in online digital marketing, analytics, and automation. He is a data-driven marketer that focuses on profit rather than impressions, and he cares deeply about helping people learn and grow to be successful. Scott, thanks for being on the show. Glad I could be here. Okay, so I have to start off with saying this. Like, I've got a couple different websites, and there's analytics, and there's all kinds of different things, but my background is, when I was in college, I was actually a teaching assistant for psychological statistics, okay? And what I learned is that statistics, in some ways, you can almost make them say anything. And let me just, I'll throw this out there, all right? Here is your your terrible fact of the day, 50% of American school students are below average, okay? And so we obviously need to put more money into education because 50% of our students are below average. The problem is that that's the definition of average, right? 50% are above and 50% are below. So when we're talking about data and statistics and all of this stuff, how do you know what you're dealing with and how do you, what insight can you give us to make sure that we're looking at the right data and understanding it properly? Yeah, so one of the biggest things for me is thinking through it. Just when I see a number, uh, a metric in Google Analytics or or any of the other analytics sites, I first ask myself, what is this measuring? What it what is this number? And then second, I ask myself, what is the context around this, and why would it be useful? Uh, a lot of people jump to automatic assumptions about numbers. And especially in Google Analytics, it's, for example, bounce rate. A lot of people know what bounce rate is if you have a website, but not a lot of people understand what it means or how to use it. Okay, so that begs the question then, what is bounce rate and what does it mean? (laughs) So bounce rate is a really simple measure. It means they came to that page and then they left before interacting with any other part of your website. Okay. So for folks that have a website out there, uh, what are what are the statistic sites or the statistic plugins or what where are they gathering the statistics that are going to help them? You mentioned Google Analytics. Uh, is that something that you got to pay for? How does that how does Google Analytics work and are there other statistical measure statistical programs or measures that you can get from your website? Yeah, so the best place to start is definitely Google Analytics. It's free. Um, There is a paid version, which is $12,000 a month. But for most businesses, they don't need it. (laughs) (laughs) Holy smokes. Yeah, well, I I hope that my business gets to the point where I need that kind of analytics, but I don't see that happening anytime soon. Okay, um, are there others as well? There are others. Um, there's, There's a lot of different paid ones out there. But really, for most businesses, Google Analytics works great. You can gather and uh, have a lot of information just within Google Analytics. Okay. And so you talked a little bit about, um, you know, bounce rate and a couple of the different things that are in there. Um, Can you tell us kind of how do we, how do you know what the real numbers are? Or how do you, when you look at numbers... For example, um, when I see a number of hits, okay, 
what does the number of hits mean and how does it because sometimes that can be a really high number is that a great thing or you know is that kind of overblown help me understand it with hits are you referring to a website hits or are you referring to a different uh platform so um i've got a (laughs) got a website and um at least when i'm looking at it it's it gives me literally in my i think it's aw stats or somewhere that i go it it gives me on my website the number of hits um and i miss it the number of hits and the number of visitors are very different. So how do I know that, you know, what I'm looking at and how do I know what is actually an important statistic there? Yeah. So that's actually uh, a pretty detailed question. Uh, There's several different layers of interactions on the website. The very basic one is a hit. That just means an event happened. Something happened, either a page view or a click or hits is just something hitting the analytics server. Uh, what's more important for you is going to be page views and in particular sessions. Uh, sessions or visits are the most important. Uh, hits is a really granular metric that most people never need to go into. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks. Well, it, if no one else in the audience gets it, at least it's helpful for me. And I'm hoping that uh, I'm figuring that I'm not the only one out there that's doing. So are there, are there certain indicators that you're looking for when you're looking at the, the data? You know, are there, what are the, what are the indicators that you're looking at as being most important? And I, I think you have a, a title for those, right? Yeah. So in term for marketing, there are several faux KPIs that most people don't need to worry about, okay, um, but are very commonly used. All right, so KPI for my audience means? KPI means key performance indicator. So it's the numbers or the measurement that you're using to measure success. Okay. So, for example, revenue, total revenue is, can be considered a KPI if that's what your goal is and what you're trying to measure. Okay, and so you're talking about faux KPIs, which would be fake key performance indicators. What are those, and kind of, can you give us some insight there? Yeah, so for, for marketing, there are several KPIs that marketers, and in particular agencies, they love to use, and they'll use it to fluff up reports and talk their way out of hard questions with business owners or business leaders. So there are five faux KPIs that most business leaders need to be aware of. Number one is impressions. Number two is reach. Number three is position on page. Number four is engagements. And number five is view through conversions. Okay, can you tell me a little bit about, more about those and how do they get inflated and how do people, how do people make it look <laughs> much better than it, it is in reality and in the way that ultimately it's going to contribute to that bottom line of revenue is what is to what you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. So impressions is pretty simple. It's the measure of how many times an ad or your website was served. Um, So how many chances it had to be seen. Um, Then the second one reach, that's how many users your ad has reached. The third one is position on page 
which that's just where your ad shows up on a page. Does it show up on the top of the page in number one position? Does it show up clear down at the bottom of the page? That's just a measure of where on the page your ads are showing up. Okay. The next one is engagements and all that measures is whether someone interacted with your ad. And the last one is view through conversions, which means that your ad, they, they saw your ad or it was displayed to a user. And then later on the user came and purchased, but they didn't actually click on the ad. Okay. Uh, and then, so how do, and I guess, how do you, <laughs> what, what statistics should you be looking at if those are kind of the fluff ones that are put out there or the, the fake ones that kind of are given as a, you know, to avoid those hard questions or avoid having to give the hard answers. Yeah. So I very much work with e-commerce uh, companies, e-commerce stores, our online stores. They're my favorite to work with because the numbers are really easy to work with. Um, my primary metrics are revenue, return on ad spend, or, or which is just another measure of ROI, and profit. Those are my favorite metrics that I use to look at. There are a whole slew of other metrics that I use as a marketer to make campaign optimizations, but those are my primary measures of success for my campaigns. Okay. Uh, so you're working with e-commerce companies. What about somebody like me? I'm a speaker. I'm an author. Is there something that you can point out to me? Is, is this just for paid advertising? Is this for generic search engine optimization? What's, what's kind of the background for what you're working with? Yeah, so one of the biggest keys to understanding what metrics you should choose as your, as your main metrics is you have to ask yourself, what's your goal? Uh, so, for example, what, what's your goal as a speaker? My goal is to book paid speaking engagements. Book paid speaking engagements. Okay, so on your, on your website, I imagine you have the ability to book a speaking engagement or at least fill out a form so then you can email them. Correct. So seeing how that's going to be the primary way that you're going to be able to contact them, one of your KPIs would be conversion rate on your form. So how many people signed up and versus uh, how many people visited the page? Okay. I, I love it. It's, I mean, it's real simple. It's, it's not something that I would have thought of. I'm, I'm looking at simply how many people send me an email through that, you know, how many people contact me through that. And so what I'm, what I then kind of almost have to reverse engineer if I'm understanding you properly is to see, okay, how many page impressions were there on that page? How many emails came out of that? And then, um, almost to say, okay, if I if I figure out what that ratio is, then I know in whatever my conversion rate is, if I choose a number and say I need to have, you know, I'm getting five a month, I want to get 10 a month, what I need to do then is take the number of page impressions, double that, now I need to figure, am I thinking about this properly? Am I understanding what you're saying? Yeah, so now once you identify what numbers can help you achieve your goal, those become your key performance indicators. And in Google Analytics, you can actually set it up. So as soon as someone fills out your form, it 
triggers an event for the Google Analytics tag to measure. And then you can see how many people filled out your form within Google Analytics. And it will automatically do the math for you to figure out what your conversion rate is. Okay. So then you can then you can figure out strategies of, well, what do I need to do to increase how many people fill out the form? You can either send more people to that landing page or you can modify the landing page, try to improve it so that it convinces more people to fill out the form. But then either way that you try to do, you then have a measurement to understand whether you're being successful at it or not. It makes perfect sense. Now, for folks out there who aren't you know, technically minded or they've got a website and they've got a web guy, so to speak, or a web girl or whatever the, the proper term, if they have a web person of um, non-discriminate gender, okay? Um, the, is this something that someone can do on their own or is it, I'm assuming that having a tech guy like you, someone who knows the analytics is going to be, is going to move you forward at light speed uh, as compared to a turtle's pace. Yeah, any web developer should know how to set up events. Or okay. if they don't know how, they should be able to learn it pretty easily. <laughs> um, it's it's pretty easy. It's just like a line of JavaScript. Like okay. it's, it's not hard it, to set up. Uh, so I'd be concerned if, if you described what you wanted I'd be concerned if the web developer didn't know how to do it or wasn't able to learn quickly how to do it. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so uh, you're talking about measurements, okay? You're talking about measuring what's going on. Can you talk about it apart from a line of JavaScript being put into a form? What other ways are there of measuring what's going on with your website with your ad campaign with with what's going on online for your business yeah so the fundamental is making sure that you have the analytics tag installed on your website so getting google analytics set up okay the next thing is to set up those conversion events um, so then for example whenever someone fills out that lead form it sends it lets google analytics know hey someone filled out this form and then Google Analytics will keep track of all that. Okay. The next level is keeping track of your campaigns. So uh, on your campaigns, there's something called UTM tracking. And okay. what does that stand for? <laughs> uh, I actually don't remember what UTM stands for. Okay. It's, it's something mer uh, urchin metrics tracking. Okay. It's, was a precursor to Google Analytics. Got it. Uh, so it was an acquisition by Google. They bought the company that came up with this. Okay. And then they merged it into Google Analytics. And then it became the standard for the industry. Got it. So uh, UTM tracking, it's just putting some additional information in the URL uh, or in the link that allows you to keep track of your ads better. So... You can search in Google, you can do UTM campaign builder, and it will guide you in creating this. Uh, but basically you just have your base URL, and then you put in your source, your campaign, your medium, which those are just words for where did these people come from <laughs> and what campaign. Okay. Uh, so if you're trying to keep track of a Google ads campaign, 
you can do in the UTM campaign section, you can put the campaign name. Or if you're sending out a newsletter, you can put the newsletter name in the campaign. So then when someone clicks on that link, the analytics tag will be, will be watching for those parameters. And then it will report the metrics from those campaigns in Google Analytics. So you can see how many visits and how many interactions, how many conversions came from specific marketing campaigns. Okay, so let me just use myself as a real world example because I'm selfish <laughs> yeah. and this is all about me. Um, uh, so I've got a couple different, uh, a couple different associations and organizations that I would target. So one of them would be I like to I speak to medical professionals, and so I would have a campaign towards medical professionals, and then I also speak to human resource professionals. So I would have something geared towards them. And then I've got my newsletter. And what I would be able to do is have a tag in that so that I would be able to tell which of those were generating the, the traffic. And kind of mm -hmm. then in addition to that, you're saying I'm able to also tell of that traffic which of them is generating conversions. Am I understanding right. what you're saying? Yep, if they click on that link that you've put that information in, it will report in Google Analytics. Got it. And you can you can do a lot of really cool reports <laughs> if you're wanting to deep dive, but they also have some really basic reports that show up on in Google Analytics. Okay. So my head is swimming a little bit because I feel like you've given me just there's so many things that you can look at. And there's so many things like you can look at the campaigns and you can look at the key performance indicators and you can look at the different reports from Google Analytics. At the end of the day though, like where do I focus? What do I have? What am I, what am I actually looking at that, you know, keeps me from just <laughs> chasing a bunch of rabbit trails or being like a dog and chasing my tail around? Yeah. So actually the, 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 the click tracking and the conversion pixels and analytics are all correlated. You need all three in order to get a complete picture. Um, from there, you decide what metrics are important to you, uh, depending on your business goal. So uh, you just ask yourself, what is my goal? And then you can look at some of the metrics to see which one of these helps me to know that I'm completing that goal. Normally, that ends up being conversion rate, <laughs> um, ROI, and um, just revenue in general. Okay, so let me, let me just kind of take a step back, and that is what you're saying. It's your end goal is what tells you what to focus on. So you're focusing on your goal yeah. first. And then whatever it is, that, whatever else that you need to figure out how to get to your goal is, is kind of the secondary issues. Is that, is that understanding it right? Yeah. So you first need to figure out what your goal is and then figure out how to measure it. Because, for example, one of my, the faux, the faux KPIs that I mentioned was impressions. That one can actually be used as a real KPI if it's part of your goal. For example, 
your goal would have to include your ads being seen a certain amount of times. In that case, impressions make sense because that's what is measuring how many times your ads have been seen. <laughs> right. Um, but if that's but if your goal is to drive more revenue or to drive more sales, impressions doesn't measure that. <laughs> Got it. Instead, you're looking at conversions. Okay. So in some ways, and again, I'm only because it's me and I I understand things from my own personal perspective. If part of my goal is basically brand building and getting my name out there, impressions is important because I, I want people to see my name. I want people to, to see me. And the more people that do that, even if they don't click, they're getting to know my name, especially meeting planners and, and so on. So that, that would be something of value, even though it's not directly related to my revenue. Am I right in that? Uh, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> if your goal is purely to be seen, then yes impressions works okay um if your goal is to be seen and then have them do something then no okay it's not because your your trumping factor is how many people actually do something <laughs> like um you don't want to be seen just to be seen you want to be seen by the right people and so how do you measure whether it's by the right people that will normally be through some other action that they're taking okay Got it. All right. It makes sense. Um, well, I feel like my, I, you should have warned me that at the beginning, I needed to wrap my head in duct tape because when it explodes with all the information, at least I know where all of the pieces are uh, to put it back together. So, okay. Um, I guess kind of what I'm understanding you say is this, that analytics are, and this information is a way of getting you to your goal, but mm -hmm. it's also a way of figuring out what it is that got you there. Yes. Can you talk to me a little bit more about that concept of, you know, figuring out, figuring out the path? Is it, do you understand what I'm asking? Yeah. So I, it is very common for business leaders to use dashboards to kind of figure some of this stuff out or to, be, to show them uh, their primary metrics. But I've seen a lot of useless <laughs> dashboards where it'll look fancy, it'll look nice, it'll give you the feel goods, but it doesn't really help you do anything. Um, where if you can identify your goal and then reverse engineer how to measure that, you can piece together what metrics are important to you. For example, one of your, your KPI for, for your website should be signups for speaking engagements. Okay. That is your KPI, that is your main one. Now you can look at what factors also influence those. So there's part of those equations of how much traffic and how many people, what's, what's your conversion rate? If you, if you double your traffic, you're doubling your amount of leads. If you double your conversion rate, you double the amount of leads that also come in. Or you can do both. You can increase a little bit of both. Where 
your main KPI is your, your conversion rate and the amount that are coming in, but then you can do these other factors that influence and guide towards it. Does that make sense? You could then use your ad to say, okay, this ad got this many clicks. Well, then that becomes an important metric for you to understand the traffic portion of it. If you're trying to increase the amount of traffic, then clicks becomes important. If you're trying to measure the conversion rate, then you then for that ad, you want to focus more on the audience and focus more on uh, the actual conversion rate of that ad. Yeah, I, it makes sense. And, <laughs> and yet um, the reason why I think you are so important is because I understand you, but I'm not sure that um, given like a week or two weeks, I'm still going to have the, the same clarity and understanding that I'm having right now. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, ultimately, what you're what you're talking about is having the understanding in your business of. I, I grew I grew up, so to speak, in um, web design and in doing some of that stuff for a real estate company, and in that, the real estate people are kind of of the impression that in in order to make money, you have to spend money. But the important thing is understanding what you talked about with the return on investment and making sure that the money that you spent is being spent wisely. And ultimately, at the end of the day, that's what you're talking about, is making sure that the money that you're spending is actually getting you to the goal that you have set for yourself. Is that pretty much sum it up? Correct. Yeah. So you always want to make sure that your marketing campaigns align with your business goals and there are measurement systems. It's just like with accounting, you have measurement systems. You have, you have profit, <laughs> you have your profit loss reports. You have, uh, you have the different reports that measure where you're spending in different areas. And those reports are crucial for you to understand what's going on in your, in your business. It's the same with marketing. There's a lot of, me- there's a lot even more measurements than in accounting. Um, but those can help you understand whether your marketing is effective or not. And you can measure both the organic marketing. So by organic, I mean, you don't actually pay for it. Right. <laughs> and you can keep track of the paid marketing and see whether your money was well spent, whether you're actually getting results. And that's why I warned about the view through conversions is because, for example, you as a business owner, you're very likely going to get approached by an agency if you haven't already. Sure. <laughs> um, and one of, one of the favorite tricks of digital marketing agencies is view through conversions. Okay. Uh, so a view through conversion is when someone saw your ad, but they didn't click on it and then eventually made a purchase okay. or signed up on your website. So that's a view through conversion. Uh, as opposed to a click conversion, which means that they click on the web, on the ad and then purchase. Right. So uh, a lot of agencies will actually use view through conversions as a way to make it look make it look like they're doing amazing. Um, but in reality, a lot of times the view through conversions can actually be manipulated. Got there it. are strategies you can do to piggyback up off of other marketing campaigns. Exactly. That make you look like you're doing really good. Uh, 
so that's why I always warn about view through conversions to, um, to business leaders. <laughs> it's because it. it's a trick. Sure. People will use it. But the, re the reality is you want to be looking at click tracking and you also want to make sure that revenue is actually being impacted. Got it. Hey, Scott, listen, you have been extremely, extremely helpful in kind of explaining some of this stuff. And it's, I really appreciate what you've provided today. If folks are looking to get a hold of you, where can they find you online? Uh, the best place is LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, the second best place is I'm about to launch a new software called Journicity. Okay. Which is a marketing attribution. It, well, it's, it's in a more advanced analytics tool for marketers. So it measure, it better measures the impact on, uh, on revenue that marketing efforts are having. So it's not quite as, as in deep and detailed as Google Analytics, but this tool is specifically geared towards measuring impact on revenue. Perfect. I, I will be happy to put the links to both of those down in the show notes. Uh, you have shown that you are smart. I have learned from you, but it's time for my favorite part of the show. And that is three questions to establish your humanity. You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, real easy one. What type of music are you into? Uh, lately, I've been more into like dubstep and pop. <laughs> not not like the the not like the girly pop, but more of the mainstream pop that a lot of people don't even realize is pop these days. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. What is your death row meal? If it's the last meal that you're going to have, uh, what are you signing up for? Oh. Mm. Honestly, it's my wife's meatloaf. A lot of times I've had other people's meatloafs and it's just gross. I don't like a lot of meatloafs, oh. but uh, my wife makes, her family has a recipe. They call it the Romney meatloaf. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's really good and I really love it. <laughs> there you go. You know what? To each their own. And listen, you've got... Meatloaf was definitely not on my list of expected responses. <laughs> yeah. And last question for you. What, what would your 10-year-old self think of what you're doing today? Oh, I don't think my 10-year-old self would even understand what I'm doing today. <laughs> my 10-year-old self wanted to be a copper fireman. Oh, there you go. Um, and uh, here I am dealing with a lot of numbers and uh, well, my 10 year old self in digital marketing didn't really exist much as a 10 year old. So yeah, cool. All right. The internet had just come out. <laughs> Wonderful. Scott, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate you sharing with us. Uh, to everyone that's listening, I will, oh, I've got a really cool tip for you. If you have an iPhone, you can tell Siri to, subscribe to Rob Oliver and it will ask you if you want to subscribe to the learning from smart people podcast. You say yes, and you are subscribed just that easy. So um, anyone else who has an Android phone, I don't know how to do it that easily. Just get out there. I would encourage you subscribe. Don't miss an episode. And I will remind you as always, when you stop learning, you stop living. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.